Welcome to Inspired by True Events podcast. Um, got something special here, um, branching off from just a little bit of the course of action with the, the whole podcast with my six friends from college. Um, I want to have a, a sports section of this. Um, we're going to probably be bringing up a whole bunch of different people uh, throughout this podcast as it keeps rolling. Um, we've been really busy right now, and we got I got two knowledgeable people in sports. Um, more foes because they're always team is always beating me somehow or they're or Patriot going to the Patriots Patriots are really 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 good because they're simple and they always win and you got the Falcons and I'm a Saints fan and I don't like the Falcons at all I don't because they always beat us by a field goal they never beat us any other way but yeah. Without further ado, um, we got Phil and Kenny. Um, Phil, you can start off by introducing yourself and basically let the people know a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, basically, born and raised in Massachusetts, which, you know, just from that smirk right there, Lawrence, I know you have a little bit of crap about it. People think we're about some loud-ass people. You can never shut up. Well, if you check on my Facebook and stuff like that, you're pretty right about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not the most delusional Patriots fan, as people might think, you know, oh, we're the best, yada, 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 Brady's. Well, that's another discussion we'll have later, but yeah. you know, just normal guy, um, college graduate, about two years ago from Casanova College. Um, I, I currently, you know, write sports articles and stuff like that, and going back to the Patriots, yeah, it's difficult, but, you know. <laughs> You have a whole bunch of people online, in person, where I work. Oh, Patriots fans of this, Patriots fans of that. But it's something you get used to. Hey, so. man, Patriots, listen, winner, winners are winners, man. Losers right. make excuses. Despite then- controversy. get <laughs> <laughs> a day. Oh, the floodgate. Oh, this and that. <laughs> but, oh, the Jets. But. And then we got, um, we got one of my good friends. Um, grew up together. One of my best friends. I'm Planet Earth. We got Kenny. Kenny, tell the people about yourself, man. What's going on, everybody? I'm uh, Kenny Lacey from Utica, like Lawrence. Uh, I graduated from Syracuse University. Uh, big sports guy. I've written for a couple of different sports uh, blogs online. Uh, experimenting my own sports blog. Um, just really big into sports. I'm a Falcons fan. It's kind of unfortunate lately. Can't hold any lead past the third quarter. Um, but I just want to point out to Lawrence, he says we can't beat the Saints by more than a field goal, but we went to that Superdome last year and beat you 26-9, to but that's a different story. We'll talk about that later. Um, but, yeah, it's just big sports guy. Oh, wow. I like, I like, the, I like the, the consistency and then the little jab at the – I like that. I like All right. that. <laughs> All right. So, well, everything that's going on in the world has been complete mayhem. If we really had, a, if I had the podcast before COVID, I'd probably be going to Utica on the weekends and trying to get everybody to, well, the people that matter to me to be on it. But here we are, we're over Zoom. What do you guys think about the COVID guidelines and no fans in the stands during the games? And how much has it impacted you, like watching the games? Um, I mean, I don't think it really made an impact on me watching at all. Like, I can't really tell. Like, I think it definitely has an impact on the players, though. Like, you know, you're not there. You're not hyped up. You're on the road. Like, you're going into Seattle. It's not, it's not a big deal anymore. 
Um, I think the league's doing a really good job. We don't have any positive cases. We're going into week three right now. But I don't think it's made an impact on watching it. People who say they can't watch it on fans, just to me, you're not a real football fan. Yeah. Yeah, right. Also, go, going off him, I mean, safety is number one priority for the NFL. Like you said, I, there's, there wasn't any cases, but I don't know if there was a scare or something. Someone had some, – they reported someone had, like, a stomach ache or something close to that. Yeah, and then there was a bunch of false positives that came yeah. in, like, a week before the season. False positives. Okay. Like you said, um, it's, a down, it's a down fact to some NFL teams that really rely on that home crowd, like Seattle. But it's football. You got to work with it, anything you've got. Yeah, I think I think for me it's, it's it's more energetic to watch the Saints when they're in Superdome because like you can really see the the TV shaking or not even the TV, the camera shaking, just like the crowd going crazy. Quarter uh, opposing quarterbacks can't get their checks in, um, but I think it's I think it's impacted like I think it's leveled the playing field a lot when the teams like the Saints and and Seattle they rely on the fans a little bit more and it gets them going. But I think um, from the standpoint of like me playing the game and stuff, it's really cool to see like how many checks, how many audibles are made before every single play. And there's like 80, 90, 100 snaps on each side of the ball, which is, 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 it's insane. So like, I think that's, that's the coolest part too, is actually hearing all the checks. Yeah. I think you're seeing people check out of their plays more now too, because they know they can actually relay the play. Cause if you're in Seattle, and you got 112 decibels, you know, I can't really sit here and make as many checks as I want to. I got to go where we're going with it. Now you can make as many checks as you feel you need at the line. Yeah, definitely. Plus you can hear all the sideline talk and the line talks of what's everyone saying. Sometimes you might hear something not fit for TV. Sometimes you might hear different play calls. Yeah, and I think I think even when you play a team, well, like, if you got we're you're in uh you're in the AFC East and then me and me and Kenny's teams we play against each other, they probably already know their checks because they play each other two times a year. But this forces teams to even if they ha- they might have the audio on the field now because of the film or whatever it is, where they might have to make more audible changes through the season week to week versus what they had to do if it's pre COVID. So like I think that's that's a the one of the biggest things. Like audibles are so big in football, like people have no idea. But who do you guys right now? We're sitting at week two. Week two is done. Um, week three is coming up. Actually, the what is it? The Dolphins and the Jags are playing tonight. Who do you think wins that game tonight? Dolphins. The, it's the magic, Dolphins. Baby. Oh, wow. Fit. Ryan Fitzpatrick is the original Gardner Minshew. He's gonna show him. <laughs> oh. I want to say I want to say the Dolphins too. I want to say the Dolphins, but I feel like Minshew. He had he's uh, he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. He feels disrespected that they're jumping. They're making everybody jump ship and going into tank mode. And he's over here throwing for three hundred yards and multiple TDs back to back weeks. I don't know. It's, it's I think it's gonna be really tough. I think um, I think I want to go with the Dolphins, but I'm gonna go with the Jags because Minshew's he got something to prove. He got something to prove. I think they won tonight. I think it's gonna be thirty-one seventeen. I think I think they continue to put up points like how they have. So, what think, about you, Phil? I'm gonna go with the Jaguars as well because go I Jags. think um, James Robinson, the rookie, 
running backs probably gonna have a huge game. Maybe, maybe 100, close to 100 yards. And the um, dual threat player rookie also, um, Chenault Jr. He might go off for a big game too. Because yep. even though the same like um, the Dolphins signed uh, Byron Jones, Van Noy, all of them, they still gotta get those pieces together. So they might struggle tonight against those two guys. Now, you guys make very good points, and I, I I like the Jags, but I'm just going Miami because I think they're due. I think mm-hmm. that with no DJ Chark, it makes a difference. Yeah. What, did, uh, um, what, were, what was their scores the last week? Um, the last two, I know they were close with the the Patriots. Did they, they were co- close with the Patriots. They they went lost by a field goal to the Bills too. Okay, so that so that's they, a they've good, been playing close games. You know, that's you're zero and two. You lost two close games. You're not trying to start zero and three. Everyone yeah, can see, and I mean they're yeah. they're not in tank mode anymore. They have their franchise quarterback on the bench right now, so yeah. they're ready to win. They lost by ten to the Patriots, by the way. Oh, okay, that was my time. <laughs> it was closer than it should have been, though. <laughs> We're talking Miami. <laughs> but hey, that that divisional the divisional games they just it's a different yeah. atmosphere, man. Absolutely, you can go through a tear and play the best of the AFC and win by two three possessions, and you go to play. Your division rival and your division rival sends you home packing. Like Yep. But um right now, who do you guys think um from each conference? Um the top three teams from each conference based on two weeks. I know it's early, but who do you guys feel like? For the AFC, top two gotta be the Chiefs and Ravens. Ravens, you know, they they came short last year after all that smack talk, Mark Ingram. Look at the details. <laughs> right, no Thomas getting turned around all of a sudden, but they still are, I believe, like the best team in football. That defense, running game. Their problem last year was basically they weren't used to playing from behind because most of the games, you know, yep. they were up most of the time. Yep. So that's something they got to get used to because the NFL is the NFL. Anything can happen at any given moment. That's very true, very true. Who's your third team? Uh, I'd have to say maybe the Steelers. Steelers? Yeah, okay. top five defense. They're getting that – they're getting Big Ben back. Maybe that's what Juju needed to turn everything around. Mm-hmm. As long as James Conner stays healthy. Okay, okay. I'm going to say for AFC, um, I'm going to say the Chiefs, the Ravens, and you guys are going to go – I don't know how you're going to feel about this. But that boy Josh Allen, man, he's putting on a clinic. He's dangerous. Oh, drinking the that's Kool-Aid. A, that's a you're dangerous man. Kool-Aid. The Bills. The Bills, man. He ran over the someone. Bills. I have a – listen, I have a – I don't know. I like – I'm I'm more – I like I'm a diehard Saints fan, but I really watch certain players, and I'm like, man, they're like – I like I like how they play. Like even Kenny Yardy, I don't like the Falcons. But Calvin Ridley, that he, boy, good. top three favorite, favorite receiver in the league, got to be. But I say Josh Allen in the Bills, third. You get you had Stephon Diggs, young, fast defense. They got studs at safeties. The defense is loaded. All they needed was Stephon Diggs, to be honest. And I think I think uh, they get a test. They get a test this week. They get the he gets to play against a better defense. We'll see what happens. I think he's going to still do what he's going to do. Um, but what about you, Kenny? What about AFC? Um, Kansas City, Baltimore, and then like Phil, I'm going with Pittsburgh too. Um, okay. That defense is just—it's too much. You, you got Bud Dupree coming off the edge. You got T.J. Watt coming off the edge. 
I mean, Joe Hayden is not playing like his age. He's playing good. Mm-hmm. They're, they're solid in the secondary. They, they don't allow points. Big Ben coming up to injury has got something to prove. He even said himself he hasn't been as excited to play football since he was in high school. Juju is a different receiver when he has Ben out there. Yeah, definitely. I'm not sold that Connor is going to be healthy all year, that he's even good enough to be a lead back for the whole year. But I loved what I saw from Benny Snell uh, week one. He was great in college, so like you got no reason to believe he's not going to handle it. And that quietly, they added they added Eric Ebron over the offseason, and no yeah. one's talking about that. He's a phenomenal tight end. You add him to that offense and drafted Chase Claypool, like ah, he's phasing. He's phasing. But um, uh, what is it, Vaughn? What's his last name, Vaughn? Or Vance McDonald? Vance McDonald, that's what it is. Yeah, he's facing yeah. him out of the offense too. I keep the game. I, I watched him the last two weeks, and you can see him coming in more and more. more yeah, and more I just take the snaps I, away from him. I think that team is great, and uh, I, I think they have a chance to win the division. I'm not sure they will, but I think it's going to come down to the last couple of weeks with them in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we'll we'll go. We'll say we'll stay on you, Kenny. What about NFC? Top three. Right NFC. Now? Um, best team in the NFC, in my opinion, right now is Seattle. They just I watched them destroy us week one. Russell Wilson is playing out of his mind. Yeah. He finally has a, a true number one receiver in DK Metcalf. Like, mm-hmm. just – it doesn't matter. They're phenomenal. And Josh um, Gordon's going to be coming back soon. Yeah. So. Like, that's – that's, that's ridiculous. Green, Green Bay, I got a number two. Aaron Rodgers is just a different beast. He's got Devontae Adams, and he says he finally trusts – a number two receiver, which he hasn't trusted in ever. So he's throwing the ball to Lazard is looking good. Aaron Jones is looking like arguably one of the best running backs in the league right now. Yeah, I like I like him as just a, a overall player. High, he's got high motor. He plays he plays the position really good. He actually pass blocks and catch out the backfield, run out run after contact. Like he's that guy right yeah. now. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to agree with you on the NFC. I'm going to have to agree. That's what, that's what I'm going to say right now. Yep. And then uh, for my third one, though, it's tough because after those two, I mean, it's really a toss up. You can see anyone. The popular pick is probably Tampa, but I'm, I don't buy into the hype. Um, and I want to be biased. I want to be biased and put my boys up there. But, yeah, but I, I, got, I, I got can't do it after what I just saw. They got me heated um, right now. I'm, I would probably go with the Rams just because San Fran is too dinged up right now. Yeah, so I can't say that. Yeah, get them out of here. They're done. Yeah, but but the Rams, I mean, just Sean McVay's a genius. I he does a lot with a little. So I mm-hmm. right now I guess I'd probably say they're the third best team, but if you talk to me tomorrow, I might have a different opinion. All right. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about your fantasy football team landscape. How many leagues you in? What is it looking like? I, <laughs> I didn't know you were right, now, right now, I am two and zero. Oh, I got. I'm in six leagues. Two and zero oh and two. Damn six. Zero oh and two and two, and then one and one and two. One team. I got Kittle. Oh. I got Kenny Galladay. Every pretty much everybody that's hurt that was on that list, I had him on my team between two to two or three teams. So I'm only I'm only two in a in a hundred dollar league. It's looking real bad for me right now. It's, I'm gonna need a miracle. I I need a miracle. Mike Thomas, 
you need to break your ankle off and go get a new one. Right. Because I need you. That more importantly, the Saints need you right now. Because they, they yeah. lost. Well, five yard passes, they cutting. Well, they're only gonna throw five yard passes when he comes back anyway. I'm about so to start I'm about to start singing a Robin thing. Lost without <laughs> <laughs> Like this is crazy, man. What about you, Phil? What's your team looking like? Or your teams? Well, uh, basically, I got I'm I'm in one ESPN league and one Yahoo league. Mm-hmm. Um, ESPN league, it, it could be better. Zero and two, literally my last two weeks for the ESPN league. Fourth uh, Monday night, I'm um, I'm in the lead like a good 10, 20 points. At the end of the game, losing by like five, like single digits. So yeah, it's really, it's tough. It's it's early. It's really early. It's two weeks in. Uh, yeah. I say I say panic mode. Kenny, when do you think panic mode is? Oh, panic mode is depending on your league format. Panic mode happens probably week four. Before, yeah, because that yeah. that means that if you own four, you need to go. You can just hang it up. You need to depending go. Depending on your league format. Like, yeah. I'm in. I'm in two leagues. Um, I'm owing two in both of them. Mm-hmm. But in one of the leagues, I'm owing two, and I'm the fourth highest scorer. And like based off of overall wins, I'm ranked fourth. What's nice about this league is at the end of the year, the top five play people get in, and then the sixth playoff spot is like a wild card spot that mm-hmm. goes to whoever would have the most wins versus everybody all week. So thankfully, since my team is still putting up numbers, I would be in the playoffs. <laughs> but I'm getting hurt with injuries. I mean, last week was, was brutal. I had Cortland Sutton. I have Cortland. I have yeah, Drew Lock. Mm-hmm. I have George Kittle. I picked up Raquel Armstead when they got rid of Leonard Fournette, and they put him on the COVID list the next day. I have Jimmy Garoppolo. This week I have Julio Jones, who's still questionable. Juju Smith-Schuster is questionable. Last week I picked up Jonu Smith to play for George Kittle. Great week. Now he's questionable. So he's off the injury report now, but he was questionable this week. Mm -hmm. So it's been been a, a bad week for me. My strategy with the I'm with the one league that I got Julio, I got Julio and Kelvin. So if Julio goes down, I'm oh yeah, fifty point, fifty point from Kelvin. It's coming. Listen, the sleeper is Russell Gage. <laughs> oh, Russell I picked him up. Picked him yeah. up in every Listen, league. Yep, I like down. He's getting a, he's getting a hundred, and then what do you have week one? Eighty. No, week one he had over a hundred in a tutty, and last he week he had a touch. He had one fourteen first week. Wow. Yeah. I was watching him. He was in the because what I do during the games around the third quarter, the one o'clock games, I go into the white waiver wire and I click short by highest, <laughs> highest, uh, highest Point total. Uh, points. And I'm like, what is this? This guy not even, he's in 5% of the leagues across the world. Listen, I, uh, I like Russell Gage, but I just, I wasn't going to be a homer and just pick him. Like, yeah. he, he's doing better than I thought, but I knew he was going to have a good year. Just think about it. The Falcons have always been able to keep three receivers relevant. We had Julio, Sanu, and Ridley. And last year, when Sanu was gone, it was Austin Hooper. So now yeah, he's going to be somebody. Where is he from? He went to LSU. It's his third year in the league. Oh, shit. Okay. So he can he can ball. If he went to, yeah. went to LSU, man. All right. So what are your guys um, – you guys can take the time to put, uh, pull up the schedule. What are your picks for the week? We're gonna we're gonna highlight. We're gonna pick up. We're gonna pick five games, right? And you're gonna pick out of the five games, you pick a winner. And we're gonna see Sunday night or Monday, whatever it is, who has the best record by the next time we come back. So 
you guys can take the time to pick five uh five uh five games and then we'll come back. So we'll anyway right now, like this is gonna be out of the out of the recording. So like okay. you guys can take you guys can take your time to like to figure it out. So we're we'll, picking like, um the same five games or, or we're just picking five games we want. What happened? Any we can pick any five games we want. It doesn't have to all three of us have to be the same five games, right? Yeah, we can what do y'all wanna do? We can do like we can do all five. Like we could do like the same. If we could do that same games, because then that wouldn't. That I think that would defeat the purpose of like right. keeping track of it. So what yeah, game? What games y'all want? Maybe the night games. I was gonna say definitely do the Sunday and Monday night games. Oh yeah, definitely. That's those are highlighted. Hold on, real quick. Oh, we know how you feel. All right, so we got five games here. We already picked one. We got the. Got the Dolphins versus Jackson night on Thursday night, which the game is actually kicking off right now. The ball probably in the air. Then we're gonna go with the Rams and the Bills. Um, we're gonna go with the Cowboys and Seahawks, the Packers and the best team in the league, the New Orleans Saints, the Chiefs, <laughs> and then the Ravens. All right, so we're gonna start with <laughs> we're gonna start with the Rams and the Rams and the Bills. Yeah. All right. Phil, who do you got for that game? What I probably got the Bills. Because for some reason, I just don't – I don't trust Jared Goff at all. I don't. Because after that Super Bowl year, the Rams just been downhill ever since. And plus, like you said earlier, Josh Allen. He'll probably run over a couple people in this, this game too, to be honest. I don't know. They might make him feel them on this defense because they got – they got torpe- they got torpedoes at safety. So, but he is 6'6", 230 pounds. He's a big guy. So, for me, for this game, nah, man. Aaron Donald ain't going out like that. Aaron Donald not going. He's going to violate the interior line. I think the Rams win this. I do like the Bills, though. I do like the Bills. I like their chances throughout the season, but I think the Rams take this. I definitely think they do. What about you, Kenny? Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Josh Allen and them boys are gonna prove oh, the real deal. You know they what I? You know what I didn't think of? They're going there. They're traveling to Buffalo too. They're in Buffalo, yeah. Right. I know oh. we say it might not make a difference because the fans, but that West Coast to East Coast is different. Except Sean McVay is four and zero when taking his West Coast team to the East Coast and playing in a one o'clock time slot. So he's it, it doesn't seem to affect him, but they ain't seen Josh Allen. Right, that boy is different. Trey White out there on defense too. I mean, Buffalo. I like. Now nah, I'm changing too. my I'm changing my pick. Now, nah, oh here we go. <laughs> now nah, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna stay sturdy on the Rams. You guys got the Bills, and we'll see what happens. All right, next pick here we got we got the Cowboys and the Seahawks. Now, Kenny, who do you think takes that game and why? Seattle, um, I just I think they're they might be the best team in football other than Kansas City right now. They might even be better than Kansas City. Um, I just I don't trust uh, Dallas. They didn't even last week they won, but that was more of the Falcons giving them the game. Uh, Seattle is just they're on a different level right now, and I don't see them losing to Dallas. And they're in Seattle too. Yeah, in Seattle. So I think I think um, for me it's definitely going to be. It's definitely going to be Seattle, too. I think they take it. 
I think Russell Wilson has got something to prove. He's on a mission right now. He's not playing with anybody. He got he got Sierra next to him, boost his confidence. He's playing phenomenal. So I think I I think I got I got Seattle for sure. Yeah. I'm gonna have to make it three oh Seattle then. Because Russell Wilson, he's playing like the MVP candidate. Because he could have won it last year, but then Russell well, I mean Lamar Jackson kinda stole it from him. But I think he'd love to try to win it this year. And like uh, Kenny said, the Cowboys are way too inconsistent. Next, first thing they're up, they're down, they're playing from behind. It's just too much consistency, even though they got rid of their coach. They're, they're going to be clapping on the sidelines. <laughs> Can we just acknowledge that Russell Wilson has never even had one MVP vote? Like, how disrespectful is that? Bill Belichick said he had the best in the league. Hey, I mean, they quoted him on it. Bill saying it, it's kind of tough to disagree with it. Yeah, for real. Um, we got oh man, disrespect is coming. I already know, man. The Packers and the Saints, man. Who y'all? Let's got? let you go first. You, you get it out the way. Me? You want me to go first? Yeah, you could go, go first. first. Yep. We in New Orleans, so we gonna do what we gotta do. There's no way. There's no way, there is no way they follow up the performance with penalties and on defense two weeks in a row. There's no way. There's no way in hell. And they do not have, they potentially do not have Devontae Adams. So that means load He's the play. I don't know. They, he, probably, he, he probably will, but they said, they said, uh, I don't he won't think, be 100%. Yeah, he, he won't be 100%. They sat him out because they were up. They're blowing him out anyway, so like he didn't need to play. But I think I, I got, I definitely got the Saints. I definitely got the Saints for me personally. From the standpoint of they need this game, they are desperate. They better not go one and two. They go one and two. The Bucks are playing the Broncos, which means the Bucks are two and one, which means the Bucks are number one in the division. Right. Drew Brees is not gonna let that happen. The Saints, Cam Jordan, you did all that talking. There's no way. There's no way. I just got a question. You said Drew ain't going to let that happen. Is Drew going to be able to throw the ball further than 10 yards this week? I right. hope. I hope, man. Because, because, uh, oh, man. I don't I think, think that's going to happen, pal. I think he did some yoga. He did some stretching. He might have to, he might have to get his arm realigned, like figure something out. But I, for me personally, I think it's a must win game for them. So. It's a good gauge on what they're they're gonna probably see them later on. So they gotta win this game. They got to. See, uh, saying they're gonna see them later on implies that you guys are gonna make the playoffs along with them. And, ah, just mm, that's I don't a, know. What that's I, the Atlanta. I that's the Atlanta fan coming out of you. That's what well, that I, is. I, it's I okay. But what what I saw <laughs> last week was real ugly. Real ugly. Like I mean. Yeah. Be all right, man. All right, I'm going it, Green make, Bay. Okay. I'm going Green Bay by double digits. Green Bay wins by at least 10. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Aaron Jones is a bad man. Drew Brees can't throw the ball anymore. Michael Thomas is not playing. I think that this is the beginning of the end for New Orleans. I think they're going to regret not bringing back Teddy Bridgewater. And this is where it shows. They got Jameis, though. Yeah, no, they got Jameis. You're right. 
But I just think that James is only on a one-year deal. If they're that bad, James might not want to come back either. Hey, going off um, Kenny's point, I got the Packers as well. I feel like it's going to be a, a sneaky close game. Like maybe four to seven points, maybe. But like it's, like uh, Kenny said, both Aaron's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, Aaron Jones. How much, he went off yesterday. I mean, last week. So, it, I mean, it's, it's pretty much going to be Alvin Kamara versus Aaron Jones, the whole, the whole matchup. Whoever plays better, I think it's going to win the game, and I think it's going to be Aaron Jones. I respect, I respect both of you guys' opinions. I respect them. <laughs> I respect them. <laughs> that's, made, that's good points, valid points. I think it's going to be a good game. I think uh, – I hope – I just hope my team, they just figure it out. Because right now they got me heated every quarter, every second. Um, going on to the last game, showtime. About time they put a Monday night game on with two superstar teams. The hottest young quarterbacks in the league, Lamar Jackson against Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes has got his number though. So Lamar, he gonna have to he's gonna have to fight back because right now they're they're gonna keep saying he's not better than him because when they face, they don't he doesn't beat them. So right now I think they're in Baltimore. Um, I think I think the Baltimore team plays so charged up that they they really can't do nothing with the the, the Chiefs won't be able to. I don't. I think they're obviously going to keep up. Um, I think the Baltimore Ravens are going to control the pace of the game, which is going to help them win. I think that's what's going to happen. All right, so I'm picking me. I'm picking the Ravens to win. Okay. So for that I reason, probably, no. I think they're going to control the pace. Yeah, I I agree with you, Lawrence. I'll go with the Ravens as well because the Ravens have one, probably arguably one of the best running back, running uh, games in the whole NFL, and plus they got the defense yeah. to match it. Plus adding um, Clyde Campbell in that D line, it might give that Casey O line some problems. He's tight, bro. He's a timeless player. I don't know how he's still yeah. doing this. Right. I don't get it. He's like thirty. Was he thirty five? Thirty five, thirty six? No. He can't be that old. He's a, bro, he's, a, he's up there. I know, but but he, I don't think he's thirty six yet. He's up there. But he's still play, he's still playing at a high level, man. Thirty four. Thirty four. Okay, so yeah, so he's still he's still good. He's still good. Yeah, because I know Casey doesn't have the greatest O line. So yeah, and yeah, one of their O linemen are sitting out this year because he's a doctor fighting COVID. So that yeah. also taking his break. Right. Plus, Mark um, Hollywood Brown might have a big game. Because I know the Chiefs are good at handling those outside speed receivers, but who knows? He might have break away for a couple. Definitely. Yeah. What, um, Kenny, who do you got? I've been going back and forth on this one all week. I do picks with my family, so mm-hmm. I've had this game picked, and I switched about three times. But I'm going with Kansas City. Okay. Uh, it was tough. I thought after last week when they played in uh, L.A., Maybe want to pick Baltimore, but I think that's actually why I'm going to pick Kansas City. I don't see them laying an egg two weeks in a row. I think Patrick Mahomes, he he takes this personal. He might not say it, but he wants to be known as the best quarterback in the league. And I, I think he takes it personal that people are even putting other guys in the conversation with him. So I think he goes out there and he balls out. It's going to be a good game. I just think Kansas City ends up holding off. I respect to that. I respect it. Man, those guys are so talented, man. This is ridiculous. Um, 
Now, who do you guys think scores the most points out of everybody in week three? Most points. Are we talking fantasy points or like – Oh, just team points. team points, team points, team okay. points. Team points. Nah, nah, fantasy too wishy-washy, man. <laughs> Gage might go get 45 and be the, the top the top leader. I'm not, I ain't even messing with that. <laughs> <laughs> So who you guys got for the, the highest points as a team? Highest point total this week. You know what? I'm going to ride the hot hand with a – it's going to be the Falcons because we don't play no type of defense. So we got to <laughs> score a lot of points. So we're going to win this week. So we got to score more than the Bears. But we, we play no defense. So we're going to score the most points in the NFL this week. You're going to put up the highest points on the Bears defense? Yes, we are. Still your lunch, Eddie Jackson? He's Come yes, on, we are. Return to yes, little we back. are. All right. Yes, we are. I respect it. Did it, it against I, Seattle's defense? That's, you, make a good, defense. you make a good point. They don't play no defense, so the offense we play. So we got to score. We scored 39 week two. <laughs> we still lost. So we're going to win this week, so we got to put up the most. <laughs> All right, Phil, what about you? Who do you think is going to have the highest points as a team? Looking through everything, I'll probably say Seattle. Seattle? That's going to be a, shoot, a shootout. Yep. Russ versus Dak. I feel like Michael Gallup's going to have a, a good game because they have, they have three receivers that could potentially have a 1,000-yard season. Mm-hmm. CeeDee Lamb, Amari, and Michael Gallup. And then DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. It's just a bunch of offensive weapons in one game. So maybe I see them scoring 30 each maybe. Who knows? Maybe Seattle might score 40. Dallas might score 30, but definitely Seattle. Russell Wilson. Um, I'm going to personally go with. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Baltimore. I think it's gonna come to a point where they're gonna. That game is gonna be something to watch. It's gonna probably be one of our favorite games so far. Like there hasn't been. It's only week three, but I think it's gonna be a high scoring game, and I think Baltimore is gonna definitely put up the most points probably. So. You think it's gonna be like the Chiefs and Rams game from like a year or two ago? Oh, that game was nuts. There was no, there was, there was defense there played. No, there was defense. Was crazy. There was turnovers crazy. and everything. But like, yeah. they still, like, they still scored like a hundred. What is it? Hundred points combined? Yeah, I think it was like forty. Like they scored forty or fifty each. Yeah, like, yeah, that game was nuts. Like you said, there were still defensive everything. plays. Yeah. yeah. All right, to to close it out here, um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about your personal favorite team your favorite team, and their – your most joyful moment watching your team um, in any any type of fashion. It could be a play. It could be a game. It could be a championship. <laughs> um, <laughs> it could be uh, a trade that you got or a play you drafted. Um, what do you got? What what do you, what about you, Phil? What's your favorite well, moment in your in your uh your team's history? Ken, if you if you feel like muting me for this one, you can. You know <laughs> <we're back. laughs> I'll just give you a second. So basically, um the Patriots versus Fal- Falcon Super Bowl. Just I watched that game with basically a group of people at my um college student center. I'll tell you the first half. I heard so much trash talk than I do at playing basketball or any other sport. 
<laughs> and th- th- almost like three-fourths of the room was anti-Patriots. So after hearing all that smack talk, and then after the after the halftime show, just eerily coming back, and then also receiving a message from you pregame about a certain thing. Because <laughs> I was on Xbox at the time, just a little side story. <laughs> I'm on Xbox at the time, and I, I'm guessing you guys and everyone else is on PS4. So, and then Lawrence hits me up and saying, hey, uh, let's make a small bet if you want to. I was like, sure, why not? And he said, what's the bet? He said, Lawrence says, and hits me up, if the Falcons win, so he's relying on Kenny's team, remember this. My rival, if, the rival. This is why we lost. That's why we lost. <laughs> a rival's team said, if, if the Falcons win the Super Bowl, you got to switch to PlayStation, which I was on Xbox at the time. And then Lawrence said, if the Patriots win, I'll buy a Brady jersey. Which I'm still waiting on that. So. I got a five. Listen, it was fine print. It said it got a five year window. We're at year three. It ain't been five years. No, I said I said there's a five year window, so I got I got time. I got two more years left before well, I gotta get the jersey. Now I'm gonna definitely get it. I yeah, got. So, I, I like to hold uh, true to my bets. Right. So me not having like not even a hundred dollars in my bank account. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. <laughs> so I was like, I don't even have enough money to buy a PS4 at the moment. So I was like, yeah, I'll take the risk. So basically, as the game goes on, a lot of plays happened. The Edelman catch where he fumbles the ball in midair, then catches it before it drops. Yeah, that happened. The pain, the agony. I mean, I feel like I'm watching it again, just listening to this. Right. Um, Turnovers, Matt Ryan fumbles the ball. I'm trying to paint the picture. Thanks, Devontae Freeman. Right, Devontae Freeman. And then after all said and done, um, the controversial overtime play where some some say that the running back didn't cross over the line, some said he did. But after all that, I me and my friend me and my friend who was watching with me, screaming and excitement, I ran outside the student center, which it was st- it was still snowing at the time, so I made a huge ass snow angel, just out of excitement everywhere. <laughs> definitely something I will remember. Just a bunch of anxiety, depression, then all balled up in one. And then next thing you know, just excitement and pride. <laughs> hey, man, that's, that's, why, that's why there's four quarters. Right. Get opportunity. What about we you, We only Kenny? play three in Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got two moments that are right up there. Uh, the first one is when we shocked the world and traded the farm to move up and get Julio Jones. I still say thank you, Cincinnati, for taking A.J. Green. He's not – I mean, he's a phenomenal receiver as well, but thank you. You you took him and we moved up and traded the farm. Now Julio Jones, that so-called the steal of the century. But then uh, my second favorite moment would be when we beat Green Bay to get to the Super Bowl. I like to believe our season ended after that game um, because I don't remember what happened two weeks after that, but uh, we, played, we played phenomenal. We made the Packers look awful. That was that was the greatest game I've ever seen that the Falcons play in their life up until the end of the third quarter in the Super Bowl because they were playing crazy then too, but, you know, it, it is what it is. But those are my two moments. Right. And um, I'll say for me, um, I would say two, there's two moments kind of connected in the same season. i say Garrett Hartley's uh, – kick to bring the Saints to the Super Bowl. I went running out, running outside with my Reggie Bush jersey, swinging it over my head, 
And then um, I'll say the second one is when Tracy Porter picked off Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl. And I, and I was like, finally, say my team won something because they were struggling years before. Um, but I think um, I think this, this is going to be a good season. Um, everything considering with the COVID, um, injuries were going to happen. I feel like uh, bodies aren't ready. Um, but I think uh, I think every everything's going to plan out well to where who needs to be in the playoffs is going to be there. Um, and obviously, I hope everybody gets speedy recovery. If you got anybody hurt, because injuries are a real thing, and I think it's going to take away um, just like the Forty Nine is going to take away their their opportunity to compete. So, right. This concludes episode one. Of the sports section of Inspired by True Events. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good morning, afternoon, night, whatever you at. 